Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. With Tony Maradero. 55 seconds left in the penalty, a minute and 27 seconds left in regulation time. Boston 4, Montreal 3. Lafleur coming out rather gingerly on the right side. He gives it into Lemaire, back to Lafleur. Oh! The sickest Montreal Canadiens podcast. There is a Sports entertainment like no other. Rejoint, on lui fait perdre la rondelle une passe devant. Et c'est la You found the dogs! John, you found the dogs! He found the dogs! And all together they worked a young team to the top. And now a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup! Brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. TV. It's gonna be sick. Marinero, the sick podcast on this Thursday, May 4th. It is one minute past 10 o'clock. How is everyone doing today? I would imagine all over the world pretty good. I would imagine in Toronto or in the province of Ontario, ça va mal à shop mes amis. As the Toronto Maple Leafs, much to my surprise, if I was betting tonight, I would have lost my shirt. As it stands, I didn't, and my shirt is still on. Et maintenant, c'est toi. Or I should say, et maintenant, c'est Toronto, Toronto. They lost again tonight to the Florida Panthers. Now, uh, we've seen thus far in these playoffs that 2-0 series leads. It doesn't really matter. We've also seen that if one team goes on the road and wins two games, it doesn't mean they're going to win the series because the Rangers did it to the Devils, and then they ended up losing that series in seven games, of course. However, man, I wouldn't want to be Toronto right now, and I would want to be Florida because the Florida Panthers have a 2-0 series lead They went into Toronto, they won game one, and they won game two. They're going back to Florida for games three and four, and there's not going to be anybody wearing Toronto Maple Leafs jerseys in the building because, of course, the Florida Panthers have laid the smack down, and they said that they're not selling tickets to Toronto Maple Leafs fans. They're not the first team to do this, by the way. It's made headlines, this, that, and whatever. They're not the first team to do it. But uh, who would have thought that after the curse, the 19-year curse that was over, And it was over for Toronto last week when they got over that hump and eliminated the Tampa Bay Lightning because it had been that long since the Leafs had a first-round win. Who would have thought that that curse ended? And it looks like another one may be starting. This one might be the curse of Paul Maurice, who used to be the coach of the Toronto Marlies, got promoted to be the coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs, was there for two years. He missed the playoffs for both. And then he was gone. Salut la visite. It is the Sick Podcast, brought to you in part by Energy Transportation Group, The guy who has the most energy in town is me on the podcast. And the other gentlemen who have the most energy in what they do, which is transport, are my buddies Mike Cinquino, Sean Gerard, David Grassi, and their entire staff. They are a leading full-service logistics provider serving all of North America. They are driven to be different. And also brought to you in part by La Bit. At TB, brewed in Quebec, a winner of a dozen international awards, La Bitta TV offers quality microbrewery beers made with premium ingredients for everyone's taste. La Bitta at TB, embrace your true nature. And also brought to you by 
Excel Moto. You've heard me talking about them for a couple of days now. Yes, sir. Excel Moto, in my opinion, the place, the number one place for me, the only place in Montreal that you should buy your Piaggio or your Vespa scooter at 5480 Pare. And the number to call is 738 6686. Excel Moto, the premium motorcycle and scooter dealership in Montreal for over 20 years. Their dealership carries seven different motorcycles and scooter brands. They are the number one Aprilia and Piaggio ambassadors for the last five years. Excel Moto, your ultimate destination and best customer service experience. My buddies Ali and Vito will definitely take care of that. All right, okay. Without further ado, do we have our guy? It doesn't look like we have him yet. Sammy and Agnello at Master Control, if you can get a hold of my buddy, Georges Larac, uh, because I told George, George, uh, 10.05, and uh, I, I have a feeling that George is uh, with the pillow. Uh, I'm not sure. Let me text him again. Hold on a second. Why don't I do this? Let me call him. Let me call him. Let's see what he says. This is riveting stuff, by the way. R riveting. Riveting stuff. After leaving a message, you can hang up or press pound for more options. Oui, Georges, c'est Tony Marinaro de BPM Sport, de TVA Sport et the Sick Podcast. On est live en direct maintenant sur YouTube, sur Facebook et sur Twitter. Il y a des gens ici qui t'attendent avec impatience, Georges. Il y a des milliers, des milliers et des milliers de personnes qui sont en train de, 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 de dire ton nom. Georges, Georges, Georges. Mais toi, tu nous as oublié, Georges. You're on your pillow smashing at 100 miles an hour. George, do what you got to do with the pillow. Get off of the pillow. Make sure you're ready to go for the sick podcast and uh, join us. We're ready. Sammy and Yellow are waiting for you in the green room. George, join us right now. All right. Okay. Bye, George. Bye. Bye. Enjoy your pillow. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, I tried calling him and uh, who knows? Maybe we might get uh, Mac Andre Perot. Uh, George is uh, he probably either uh, fell asleep. Uh, or he, uh, he had too much tofu tonight. It's, uh, it's this, uh, this, uh, vegan diet that he's uh, following. It, it makes him tired and either that or his eight day fast or whatever it is. Uh, what can I tell you? It is what it is. We have no shortage of things to talk about. Hey, by the way, remember the other day that I told you, um, oh, by the way, you can, uh, you can feel the energy, right? Feel the energy. Look at that. All right. Okay. Remember the other day I told you that the, the National Hockey League was contemplating uh, maybe even changing the NHL draft lottery, which had been set in stone, whatever. So we do know that it's going to be, it was announced a couple of nights ago. I think I said it yesterday, as a matter of fact. But the NHL draft lottery will indeed be on Monday night, and it's going to start at 8 p.m. Eastern. So I got a, an email today from the Montreal Canadiens letting me know 
not the only one, every member of the media received it, obviously, that uh, Montreal Canadiens general manager Kent Hughes at the um, end of the draft lottery will be available to members of the media via Zoom call. So, um, you know, so Kent Hughes is uh, is going to talk to us on Monday night. He's going to talk to everyone. He's going to answer questions. And uh, we have something special in store for you on Monday night. Obviously, we do. It's a sick podcast. It's pretty sick, man. Let me take my sip. I've been told that um, Mapper might actually be coming on a little bit earlier. The plan, the original plan, uh, and I had uh, I had texted the gentleman earlier this afternoon was uh, was uh, George Larock uh, George Larock on at uh, 10 p.m. and uh, Mapper to join me at 10:30. Uh, but if uh, Mapper joins me at uh, 10 o'clock instead, and George Larock joins me at 10:30, there's no difference really. Only but uh, George likes to go to bed a little bit early. He's an early riser. He goes to bed early and he wakes up early. So he usually goes to bed maximum at about 10:30. And he wakes up at like 4.30 in the morning. And then he goes for a jog, so he says. Uh, but uh, that's the story. But I would imagine with uh, the Seattle Kraken on versus the Dallas Stars that George is going to be watching playoff hockey because, of course, he brings you Le Monde de Georges at BPM Sports Radio. And that is um, weekdays at 11 a.m. and ends at 1.30 p.m. along with Max Truman of Dali Coulis. All right. All right. Okay. So uh, I want to talk about Kent Hughes. I want to talk about Patrick Roy. That's going to come up today. Uh, I want to talk about Arthur Staple from The Athletic, who had a little bit of a breaking news for us. And uh, yeah, we knew that something was wrong and uh, it, in New York, and it looks like uh, there was something that was wrong. He talks about something that we'll get to. Uh, I was going to talk to George about the Edmonton Oilers because I watched them play last night and the way they were playing and the way they were using their players. I mean, they're not they're not going to go nowhere like that. Forget about it. They're they're not going nowhere like that. If they're going to do that, forget about it. It's not going to happen. It's 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 just it's just not going to happen. All right, okay. All right, let me try and get that straight. All right, um, Connor McDavid. Have have you seen the images of him limping and stuff like that? And I think it was. Um, uh, who was it? There was somebody that actually put up an image. I think it was Ryan Rashog who actually put up uh, an image, uh, a video image of uh, Connor McDavid, give or take about a week ago. And it looked like he was nursing his left knee. Now, others have weighed in saying that they've seen Connor McDavid actually nursing that knee before, prior in the prior, you know, prior to that, or you know, and then maybe he was just stretching it or whatever. But but Connor McDavid doesn't look right, even though he's got like twelve points thus far in the playoffs or whatever he has. There's just something wrong. I want to talk to you about a couple of Montreal Canadiens prospects, some whose playoffs are over and some whose playoffs are still ongoing, be it in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League or be it in the Ontario Hockey League. We'll discuss all of that. Pretty soon we're going to bring in Marc-André Perrault because I've been told that he is what we call in our our green room where we just make sure that everything's okay, everything's working well and stuff like that. So he's going to join us any second. Uh, to you, my sick army, oh, there are you. There, there you are, all of you in big numbers tonight on YouTube Live, on Facebook Live, and on Twitter Live. Todd Stewart says, let's win the lottery. The Habs says, Patrick Roy, what? Well, you'll find out just a second about Patrick Roy, what? Um, la, 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 I can't hear you about Roy. All right, okay, we will get to Patrick Roy. Uh, Tony, we're going to see Hudson at the Worlds. Yes, we are going to see 
uh, Hudson at the Worlds. Chris Bergeron says, get the hats out. Yeah, I'm sporting the uh, the sick cap tonight. Look at that. The sick cap. Nice, huh? Pretty nice. I like it, as a matter of fact. I think the sick apparel is actually pretty sick. Sportbuffshop.com, by the way. You can check out some of our apparel there, and uh, you can acquire our apparel. Uh, Logan Mayu says, Kukuk is on fire. Yes, he has 15 points in 13 games, by the way. We are going to get to him. Chris Bergeron says, the Oilers are in trouble. I think so. But Ryan Baker says, the or- the Oilers aren't in trouble yet. Eh, no, I think they are. Uh, I think they could be in trouble. Ryan says, sick merchandise. Yes, sick merchandise instead uh, for sure, yes. And Michael says, the Jean-Charles Lajoie like the cannolis that you brought him. Uh, yeah, I brought him some cannolis today. He's actually... Uh, uh, he's been watching what he eats over the last couple of weeks, and I took a, a pretty big lead on him, and uh, he's been really fighting back. So I got to give him a lot of credit uh, because he's been losing a lot of weight lately. And uh, uh, I, in, uh, you know, uh, I indulged a little bit today, and I'm going to indulge a little bit more tomorrow. And uh, anyway, for what it's worth, there's a, there's a, a method to the madness. All right, so the program that I'm following is uh is basically pretty much every 45 days or so sometimes a little bit less anyway at one point there for a couple of days in a row you uh you eat and you eat a lot as a matter of fact you eat uh, uh you eat um six times a day at an average of 833 calories each time it's about 5000 calories and then basically i would imagine it, it gives a little bit of a shock to the body and then you go back to eating according to the plan and then you're supposed to drop the weight. So anyway, it's uh, that week for me. So I'm going to do that over the next couple of days. And then, uh, and I'm confident it's going to work. It worked before. I'm sure it's going to work again. Um, Tony, I got off the phone with George. He's watching uh, television. No, he's not. No, he's not. George, uh, unless there's a very, very good reason. I, I can tell you that there's got to be a really good reason why George didn't join us tonight. Because, uh, or else he would. We have our guy anyway. He was supposed to join us at 10.30. He's joining us at 10.14. From TVA Sport, Marc-André Perrault. Comment ça va? Ça va bien, toi, mon chum. Where are you? At Bureau en gros or what? Uh, Vegas. Vegas in my hotel room because I'm a good boy. You're in Vegas. Yes. Yes. Uh, Vegas. But I, I, I did the thing. Do you hear me? Just throw it in the garbage. Don't worry about it. He threw uh, it in the garbage for real. Yeah, it's... Uh... No, I don't hear you that good. Yeah, yeah, you're you're probably better off getting it. Yeah, yeah. I was kidding when I said throw it in the garbage. By the way. Well, I mean, I'm listening, right? So you can hear me now, right? Yeah, but don't bend forward like that because that you, your head cuts off. I can't even see you. Now I can see. If you go a little bit more back, that's it. Now I can see you. You see? Okay, okay. So Thank yeah, he was in the green room before. They were supposed to fix all this stuff. <laughs> hey, listen. I did listen. things uh, correctly because I'm away from this trip. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm away from the noise. I mean, the first round was such a grind, and yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm already tired. So I just wanted to. The first round was such a grind. Hold on. The first round, you were covering Boston, Florida. Well, Boston, Florida, but then I ended up doing game five in uh, Raleigh. Then went, well, so just Florida, Raleigh, Boston, and New Jersey, like four nights in a row. So that was a grind, and you know, those seven are, those games. Are nice, those are nice cities, though. Those are nice cities. Well, I mean, it's it's nice cities, but it's, I mean, stop saying it's nice cities, and you have time to visit. I do not have time to visit. I I just I like literally in my hotel room, 
working to you know get ready for the game going to practice yeah if i'm lucky back for like a power nap or you know just you know getting my stuff ready if i'm lucky enough to go to the gym but then it's work and go to bed at midnight yeah uh, and then you have a flight at six o'clock so guess what you have to be you know you have to be up by three thirty four. so yeah i'm not complaining it's just it's no you, no no i understand you do me good. some good no no listen i understand it, it does get a little bit tired travel tires people out it it's does for some it's travel for george it's his pillow <laughs> i guess but funny thing is like seriously nobody can understand and it's i'm not complaining it's just a fact nobody can understand the weight of traveling and you know just go it for work cool. like it, it is so anyways yeah. I, I i i i'm i sound like i'm complaining well, but no, I'm no, having but you know fun. what you know what it's 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 cool that you bring it up and i'm going to tell you why i'm going to tell you why because Often we talk about these professional athletes and they make so much money in this and that and whatever. And all they got to do is they got to play a game for a living. The The travel can wear on you now. Now, hold on a second. They charter. All right. And, you know, they, they have a good situation. So they travel a lot better than you and I would travel. Okay. But it, it does. It does take its toll. But I mean, uh, still, it, it's a lot, a lot of traveling, lots of, you know, uh, getting hit being intense yeah then you travel you you are in your hotel room at 3 30 and then the next morning you have to go you know for for breakfast at i don't know eight yeah and then after you have to go to the rink for practice it, it, it's a crazy life yes they make good money they're young they're yeah. top shape but it's it's tough on the system so like just look at a hockey player a 35 years old hockey player looks like he's 45. Like, seriously, take yeah. a look at the face of hockey players. They look older. Look at Shea Weber. He's younger than me. He looks, I mean, I think he looks older. It's so, anyways, Aaron Eckblad, he looks yeah. like a, you know, like a 40 year old guy. Yeah. Anyways. Well, I mean, uh, you know, half their face is usually covered in stitches. I mean, c'est pas agréable non plus, but uh, I agree yeah. with you. I find they look older than me, too. Like, I'm I'm 15 going on 25. Uh, but, yeah, but, uh, I mean, you look great. Hey, hey thank you. Beauty. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, let me ask you this, because the big debate right now, the big debate before we get to the playoffs and the big debate right now on YouTube Live is yeah. what is that piece of furniture behind you? Oh, what it's is my... Uh... When I, how do you say that? When I'm ironing my uh... no 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 not the ironing board no 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 I'm not talking about that that that, ironing that board no no that uh, that that wooden piece of furniture that's that's attached to the wall. Well, it's uh, you know just a little kitchenette. You say that kitchenette? Oh, it's a kitchenette. Okay, because some people thought it was a bookshelf. And actually, I think I see it here. Is that a microwave on top or something like that? Uh, yeah, I can't even read my name, so uh, don't right. think I'm going to. Yeah, it's a microwave. Uh, yeah. It's a microwave. Okay, it's a kitchenette. Some One person thought it was a bookshelf. Someone else thought it was like a, like a closet or something. It's actually know, just, a kitchenette. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay, pretty cool. Hey, look, yeah, I have a, to tell you, yeah. I give you a lot of credit because what? you're in Vegas. Okay, what time is it there right now? It's uh, 7.20. It's 7.20, all right? 1020 here yep. and you're on the podcast with me all right yeah uh if i would be in vegas 
and it was 7.20 p.m., I know. I'm not sure I'd be on a podcast. I'm I'm boring. I'm telling you. I'm really? Boring. Eh? No, no, I'm I, I, boring. I don't go out. No, I, no. I, I just, yeah, no. you know, I I watch hockey. I watch Toronto, Florida. Yeah, I went yeah. to the gym. I'm boring. And mostly too with the gym now. You would have to hang out on a road trip with me because I'd have oh. you swinging from the chandeliers, my friend. You know yeah. what? I I yeah. had my times. Oh, really, eh? Oh, yeah. Good for you. And you retired from those times or what? I retired and I'm uh, no no look back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, can't. Yeah. Yeah, I retired too when I got married, and now it's like 21 years. I'm living a slow death. But anyway, yeah, that's I'm, another story I, for another day. All right, okay, listen. Yeah, okay. Uh, Kent Hughes is going to be talking after the draft lottery on Monday. Yeah. So now the tankathons are going to start. Uh, they are going to start. They're going to start. They're going to start. And uh, and um, we're going to look forward to it because he's going to be talking to members of the media. Are you going to be back? Uh, where are you going to be now next week? Are you still going to be? I will not. Next you week, Edmonton not. or Vegas. Okay. And then All after right. that, so I'm following the the winner okay. of this series. Okay. So speaking of la- that series, and we'll go to it for a second here, uh, yep. Edmonton versus Vegas. I saw the Oilers play last night. Yep. They're going nowhere in this series if this is the best that they it, have. It was the Vegas. worst. Because worst. Mapper, they're relying on three forwards and four and a half defensemen. Kulak, uh, is, uh, Kulak is half a defenseman. And the fifth, and the, and they played 7D yesterday. They played 7D and 11 forwards, and two and a half well, D ten. didn't play. 10 forward because Jan Mark got hurt pretty Correct. quickly. Correct, yes. yes. When, when you say three forwards, uh, who's the third? Iman? Hyman, yes. Well, he played, I think, 21 when the other guys played 24 well, or something. He, he, he had two points. And let's start with this. I'm a huge fan of Zach Hyman. Like, yeah. huge fan. I think yeah. he's a great player. He's a great person. Uh, by the way, he writes book for kids. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He writes wow. books for kids. And he used to own a, uh eSport team. So yeah, kind of, kind of, you know that that type of guy. That's cool. But he sounds like a pretty cool guy. Oh, he is. He is. He's yeah. a very nice person. Very yeah. genuine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, anyways, he, I, I'm a fan. Last night had two points. I didn't think he played a good game. I didn't see him as intense, involved as he can be. Okay. To, according to me, and I agree with me. Mm-hmm. It was a one-man show last night. Okay. The Andre Seidel. Okay, McDavid played well. He has this, his, you know, his capacity of just, you know, going so fast and try going between the two Ds and try to create chaos between yeah. these two Ds. But lots of turnovers. Yeah. Uh, body language didn't like it. Not so to me it was a one-man show. But man, what a show was it! it, it one of the best single performance I've seen in my life. Uh, you mean from what? From Leon? Yeah, dry sidle. And I mean, I had the chance to be right in the corner when he scored that yeah. first goal, the one timer. The way he plays yeah. along the boards, and it was so beautiful. Yeah. Poetry on ice. But the problem is that. It was a one-man show, maybe one and a half. Let, let's add Connor because Connor is yeah. Connor. But 
and I asked the question to Vinny Dearnet, the, the yeah, the French-speaking defenseman, and I I didn't ask it ask him like that, but like yeah, the other guys aren't you like, man, we have to step up to you know yeah, give them a chance to win. Can you imagine the frustration like deep down of Drysaitel and McDavid? But there's a problem though. There's a problem. I'm going to tell you what it is. Okay. Everyone loves watching McDavid and Dreisaitl play, and everyone loves watching them when they play together. And yep. I understand the temptation to want to use them together. But when they're not on the ice, they're an easy yeah. team to play against. Uh, that's the problem. Because, again, you have Iman, you have Nugent Hopkins, you have Ekholm, you have... It, it, it shouldn't be like that. Because you have a good depth in, in in that team so i don't know if the fact that they are so good the other guys are like sleeping or they're like yeah. soft or whatever but this is a good hockey team and i i'm scratching my head since last night i, yeah. I can't i can't understand why it happened but just let's be clear that was it was their first regular yeah. time lost since like March 11th or something like that. So it's not, I mean, it was a bad game, but it's not yeah. like they're in a slump. But I think they've lost. I think I read somewhere they've lost their, their last five or six game ones of series. Seven. But, I think it's seven. Okay, but I'm going to tell you something, though. Um, I, I McDavid doesn't look right to me. And I understand the game is a lot tighter now than it was in the regular season. He's got all kinds of players over him, and they're stifling him, and they're trying to suffocate him. And I understand that he still looks pretty good. I mean, he looks better than 80 percent of the players that are playing in the playoffs anyway. But there's something going on, and maybe it's just me because I saw that image that Ryan Rashad put up of him, yeah. you know, laboring in his left knee. But there, he doesn't look right to me. I asked my cameraman to stay on him for like a long time in the third period oh really eh? i saw nothing and oh really okay yeah. okay so even at the end of the game like after you know after the horn i was on him didn't see nothing and he was so fast i i i i don't think it's an issue maybe it is maybe we'll find out maybe it's because of something he's you know he's how do you say that in pure yeah before the game but treatments a but cortisone shot or something i don't know i i'm, I'm just saying maybe yeah. that's the reason why it didn't look i mean I, I couldn't see anything so i find that of all the teams that are left in the playoffs all eight of them i find that of all the players that are left playing in the playoffs mcdavid is the one and it's maybe because he's, you know, he's has the most pressure on him, him or Austin Matthews. But I find that McDavid is the one player that is trying to win his team the game that feels like he has to win the game for his team. Doesn't it feels he? like he's going out there and he's trying to decide the game. And you know what? Maybe he does because we just talked about it. They're a two and a half player forward team and they're a four and a half defenseman team. And, Maybe he does. It just seems like he's trying to beat, you know, he tried to beat L.A. pretty much by himself. Uh, they were able to get over it, and Dreisaitl yeah. was pretty good as well, and doing the same here. And 
anyway. Yeah, but I mean, when he's on the ice, it works. Like, yeah, he goes around like half of his zone, defensive zone, and then he takes his speed and he he arrives, like he crosses the, you know, the, the red line, center ice so fast, and then it's always the same. Like they're Mm -hmm. like two, three, or four guys who are, are like trying to trap him yeah but he's just too fast so yeah two times out of three yeah he, he comes out with the puck and having a good chance so no wonder he's trying to do everything because he's he can do everything so yeah i hear you i hear you but you know like he's i love Connor mcdavid um I, I mean how can't you love Connor mcdavid he's the best player in the world right but Dreisaitl is, um, and I understand Dreisaitl is a big benefactor of some of the passes that he's getting from McDavid too, and Dreisaitl can't do it without McDavid. But I think he has to, Connor McDavid has to, he's in fourth gear. I think he's going to have to put in fifth gear because Dreisaitl's in fifth gear right now. And I think Connor's in fourth, and I think Connor's going to have to put it in fifth. Anyway, you talked about Vincent Arnais before. Great yeah. guy, great jack. Oh, That's yeah. a bad mistake last night. That one hurt. It's going to happen. Like, Vincent Dernay, he's, I mean, and, and no disrespect here, like, but he's like a six, D, maybe five, but let, let's be honest. Let's, he's a six, D, and that's perfect. I mean, you're a six, D in the NHL with the Edmonton Oilers. That's great. Mm-hmm. So it's going to happen, but he brings so much more. He plays big minutes on the PK. He's a big pre- presence. It's going to happen. So it, it, I have no problem with the fact that he did that mistake, and that's fine. You, you know, it, everybody can live with that. He he had some, what was it? He ended up with, I think it's like something like three minutes on the PK. So what do you have, the iPad going to or what? What's the story here? Yeah. 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 You got mysterious. So Mr. Mr. Okay, he played. He's got the iPad. He's got the AirPods. He's got everything. Everything Apple. I mean, it's easier for a dummy like me. So yeah, he played two minutes on shorthanded, which is you know, which is very decent. So uh, only one guy played more minutes on the PK, and it's uh, Darnell Nurse. So, well, he, but he's, yeah. he's, you know, Vincent D'Arnais is like six foot a thousand. He's the perfect player to put on the PK in the playoffs. Of course. You saw, you know, he's a little bit of how Gil there. He, you know, he, yeah. Uh, well, he, Michel Bergeron once said, uh, Gil, he blocked the nasty. Yeah. Oh, no. So I, I don't have no problem with the Vincent's yeah. game last night. And it, it's going to happen. Everybody makes mistakes. Like yeah. everybody, what in the NHL, like normally, yeah, uh, a goal. It's because of a mistake. It's a, you know, it's a game of mistakes. So it's just that it happened. That you know, hey, it was very sad. But. You know the way we've been saying in these playoffs that Matthew Kachuk is for real, like he's a gamer. He leaves it all on the line. Uh, Mark Stone yesterday too. Mark Stone still was good. Oh, yeah. I I I used to work in Ottawa when he was there. I I still can't believe the Sens didn't do anything to keep him he's such a such a clutch player such a leader how long and, were you uh, in ottawa four years four years did you enjoy four it? years yeah of course yeah I like, I like ottawa very much i have yeah, to tell you it was you. fun it was fun yeah 
I mean, I had a blast. My my daughter is still there, and yeah. I, have, I still have a house there. Yeah. So yeah, Marcel was it was a beast. But I think back in the days, the problem with the sand that I like that, that I like Gatineau too. I like Gatineau. Of course, that's where yeah. I live. So, that's where you yeah, live. My, yeah. Did you yeah. bump into a Jose? I did not. Jose Lavec that is watching us on YouTube right now. She's oh, living yeah. in Gatineau. Hello, Jose. I didn't yeah. know that. And Mosey too now with the Hello Jose. Listen to yeah. me. Here he is. Hello Jose. Uh, I open the door and Amy walks right through it with the Hello Jose. Uh, Patrick Roy. I'm going. I'm going everywhere tonight. Okay, today I'm going in all different directions. Okay, right? so we're done about Mark Stone, right? Where? Well, no. Talk to me about Mark Stone. No, no. I just wanted to say that back in the day, back in the days, I think the problem yeah. is that the Sen didn't want to pay bonuses. Yeah. Like signing bonuses and uh, I, I they they lost like a fair amount of player because of that and i think that's the case with mark stone i think so yeah i mean today he, he should be the the captain of the, of the senators right now but anyways they were cheaping out is that what you're saying uh, yeah yeah i hate when companies are like that you have names no okay no not at all you know but uh be good to your employees, you know what I mean? Pay them what they're I'm worth. With. I'm with you. If you make money, it's like hockey players. People saying that yeah, they make too much money. Okay, can you imagine the, the person on top of the pyramid, how much money he makes because of these guys? So, you know. Yeah, no, no, I understand that. Uh, Patrick Roy. Patrick Roy, yeah. Okay, because speaking of Gatineau. Yeah. His rampart du Québec oh, just eliminated yeah. Les Olympiques de Gatineau of Louis I'm Robitaille, sad. Louis Robitaille's yeah. team. Four straight, my friend. Four straight, but let's, let's, you know. Zing, zing, put, zing, zing. Let's put things in perspective. Like, first game, okay. Uh, Gatineau played like crap. Game two, overtime. Game three, overtime. Last night. Gatineau scored like after I think it was nine seconds yeah. after that. So it, it, it was it, it was like a, a sweep. Yes, but it was not it was not a one sided series. Like, uh, you're you can really tell that you're a Gatineau boy now. Now you're coming up with no no. Let's put things in perspective. No 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 all, no. All of a sudden you became a philosopher. Let's put hold things on a in second. perspective. Hold on overtime. a second. The, the, Canadians won a, the Canadians won a Stanley Cup winning ten games in overtime. The rapport. Yeah. We're the best team on the ice. Okay? Yes. Let's, uh, like the best team won. That's, 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 where, that's where the but, game is played, on the ice, yes. But it was closer than in four. That's what I'm saying. No, and no, I understand that. Anybody who watched or listened to the games yeah. knows what I'm saying. But again, okay, like kudos to, to, to the Rampart and uh, yeah. and Patrick Croix. They, they deserve to win. Yeah. All right. I mean, so, it's a tough, it's a tough blow for Gatineau. Like no, no, but yes, blow. yes, yeah. But now we're gonna have a real good discussion here. Okay, it's gonna start okay. now. Now we're gonna start parallel. Okay. Okay. Patrick Roy, eight years as a coach with the Quebec Ramparts. Yeah. Gets the promotion to the National Hockey League and ends up coaching the Colorado Avalanche for three years. His first year was a season of like over 50 wins or whatever it was. It was unbelievable. Jack was Adams. The, Jack Adams, best coach in the league, everything. Away parla. Then yeah. after that, a little bit less. Then after that, a little bit less. Three years later, 
all depending on how you want to look at it. Some will say that he walked away. Some will say that he walked away because he was going to be gone. Some will say Something that it was, happened. A, it was a mutual agreement. Based on what we hear, which is hearsay, okay, we hear that he wanted a little bit more power in terms of some of the decisions within the organization. And Joe Sackett basically said, you're the coach, I'm the GM, you do your job, I'll do my job. And he didn't like it, and, you know, he chose to move on. Uh, after that, three more years with the Quebec Ramparts, the coaching that he's doing this year, he's probably never done before at the junior level. I believe he did win a Memorial Cup, though, at one point, I think, right? He won a Memorial Cup, I think. Uh, in Moncton, wasn't it? I think it was in Moncton. When it was played in Moncton, you mean? Yeah. Exactly. Did he have Rajulov yeah. on his team when he won the Memorial Cup? Yeah. 2006. Yeah. Exactly. Was that Angelo was Esposito on that team too? Uh, yeah, this guy's pulling out the iPad. 2006. He uses Hold this iPad second. though. Look at him. Don, I, only use it, I only use it when I go in my spa. I take it, I put it in a basket so it doesn't get wet, and I play my playlist. I have my I songs mean, I, uh, 2006, yeah. First year of Angelo Esposito, Radulov. Uh, Vlasic was there. Yes. Brent Aubin. Uh, Brent Aubin who played for the Huskies, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So you know where I'm going with this now? No, I do not. I, okay. Is Patrick Waugh going to coach in the National Hockey League? Because at one point it looked like he was going to walk away from the Rampart at the end of this season. Uh, it seemed like he was going to um, pass the torch on to his assistant, Simon Gagné. Uh, and uh, now we're hearing Patrick saying, you know what? If Simon doesn't want the job next year, there's still a chance I could be back. Patrick, of course, is in his 50s. Um, coaches don't usually come back to the National Hockey League in their 60s. You just get the feeling that if it doesn't happen now for... Patrick coming back in the National Hockey League, you just get the feeling that it won't happen, all right? So I I always yeah. thought it would take a special kind of relationship with the GM. It, it all, I get the feeling that if Patrick doesn't have a special relationship and you wonder how much more special it could be than the relationship he had with Joe Sackick, they were former teammates, they won a Stanley Cup together. But, you know, he, you get the feeling you'd have to have some power it almost have to be a 50-50 situation, which is hard to think a GM and a coach would be 50-50. I mean, I, I don't know how they can pull this off, but do you well, see I mean, Patrick getting back in the National Hockey League? And well, you, you never know. You saw Daryl Sutter coming back like uh, everybody thought yeah. it, was, it was over. So you, you never know. <laughs> but can, a, Patrick, I mean, can, can Patrick be the type of coach that it would take to have success in the National Hockey League nowadays you get the feeling that the days know. of mike keenan once upon a time they're over you get the feeling that john tortorella is not effective as he used to be and clearly we saw that daryl sutter and his methods are nowhere near as effective as they used to be when he won two stanley cups with the los angeles kings would patrick yep. be that guy or would patrick reinvent himself and end up being a modern day coach in your opinion i think he's in i well I, i'm sure that he's a modern day coach because 
he coached like kids for how many years now? So I, I have no doubt about it. Yeah, but he it's, coached kids because he got no other choice to coach kids. It's a kids' league. But once you get to the National Hockey League, oh, you're I mean, gonna have yeah, veterans. But, I mean, yeah, but what I'm saying is that he, you know, you you grow up, you mature, you learn. So you know, it goes with the society, and I, 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 I don't, I, I don't know about that. I never matured. I'm well, fifty going on. Uh, yeah, but you're just like 22. you're a lost cause, so it's not the same. But uh, I'll take that as a compliment. At, <laughs> look at Benoit Giroux. He he learned, he changed, and he's a hell of a coach. So everybody learns, everybody change, and I think Patrick Roy did with the Syracuse Crunch, Benoit. Exactly, he's the best. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't believe this guy. He is a hockey genius. And he's not in the NHL. Yeah. I, I, I just yeah, you I, have a lot of it blows my mind. He's oh. a good coach. He's a good coach for sure. He's a hockey genius. But I'll take it. Listen, you know where he he's going to get his shot in the National Hockey League. You want to know where he's going to get I it? I hope so. You want to know where he's going to get it? No, I think he's going to get it in Tampa after John Cooper. Well, it's his best. Is best chance. Well, that's that's, for sure. that's the way it's supposed to work, right? But I mean, of course, Cooper Cooper's not going to be there forever. Cooper's a heck of a coach, no. but and I well, yeah, but if Barry Trotz left after what, like a uh, hundred years, like everybody's going to leave at one point. So, but for Benoit Groux, I know he has a strong relationship with Julien Brisebois. Yeah, and the organization. So yeah. you are right when when you're saying that I I. I mean, I'm going to go further. I think it's not his best shot. It's his home only shot. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, and I hate to say that because he's no, no, so, but you're, such you're, a great coach. You're probably right. It's a hard league to get into. And we also know that, you know what, you, you get in when you know people and, and you really need your people to push for you. And if you don't have your people, chances are you're not going to. But that's the way the world goes around. I mean, let's be honest here. Uh, yeah. it, 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 but um, Julian Brisebois, um gives opportunities to Quebecers. Exactly. And yeah. uh, and we know that. And, of course, Matthew Darsh got his opportunity. And take a look at, you know, I, Matthew Darsh got his opportunity also as a player in Tampa. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but um, Yanni Go got an opportunity. Bade Boulet got an opportunity. Charles Yudon got an opportunity. Did he not at one point? Uh, you know, they've... He uh, did. Yeah. Yeah, so... Oh. And I, I just I have a feeling that Benoit Gru is going to get the opportunity as well. All right, so Patrick so. Roy, I want to get back to him. Yep. I, I I brought something up earlier this evening on TVS Spot. Okay. Okay. If Patrick Roy were to get an opportunity, let's just say this summer, you know where I want to see him go? Calgary. <laughs> the Big Apple, my friend. Oh. The Big Apple. You want to know why? Because even if it wouldn't be a success. It would be a success. The Big Apple was, was you know, the Rangers once upon a time were coached by Le Petit Tigre, Michel Bergeron. The Rangers once upon a time, they were coached by another personality, John Tortorella. Can you imagine the Rangers being coached by Patrick Roy, the New York Post, Larry Brooks, yeah, Larry but... Brooks, Patrick Roy? No, no, no. It would be it would be so good for the National Hockey League, my friend. It would be amazing. And of that course. rivalry of, of New York with the Islanders and with the Devils, the Rangers with the Islanders, the Rangers with the Devils. I have a feeling that it would be unreal for the National Hockey League. It would be unreal. I, Michel Bergeron said he'd like to see him get a job in Ottawa. 
He thought he could be a good fit in Ottawa because the, the Senators have a young team. I'd like to see him get a veteran team with some youth, by the way, a team like the New York Rangers. Um, I want to talk to you about, uh, speaking of the Rangers, did you see uh, what Arthur Staple reported? I did not. So Arthur Staple, uh, for the longest time, uh, was covering the um, the New York Islanders. Islanders. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, covering the uh, New York Islanders for uh, Newsday. Remember? For Newsday. And uh, he moved over to The Athletic. And he's uh, the reporter for The Athletic covering the New York Rangers. Well, uh, Arthur reported that there was a huge argument between general manager Chris Drury and head coach Gerard Galland at the end of game four. We know the Rangers won the first two games in um, in Jersey, and uh, then they lost games three and games four. Arthur Staple rep- uh, reports that there was a huge argument between the two. Now, Gallant talked yesterday, which leads you to believe that he's going to be back because historically in New York, if the coach talks, um, it's because he's going to be back. And if he doesn't talk, it's because they're going to get rid of him. So you would think that he's going to be back, but supposedly between him and uh, Drury, so up up Vienna. I know Drury likes to control things. And I don't know if you remember, but at the start of this year, or was it last year, my colleague Jean-François Chaumont yeah, went to New York. Yeah, he went to New York, asked to speak with Alexis Lafrenière. Okay. Wanted to do a paper on him. Okay. And uh, so the PR is, it, it, it was such a pain in the ass to get to speak to Alexis Lafrenière. But then at the end of the day, the PR said, well, you have to answer your question in English. So Shomo is like, and you know, Shomo is such a nice guy and he doesn't want to argue, doesn't want. So he, he asked like two or three questions yeah. to Alexis Lafrenière in English. Wow. Can you imagine how awkward it was? And found out that it's because Chris Drury listens to every um, interviews. So he wanted to listen to Alexis Lafrenière speaking to Jean-François Chaumont. So to me, it gives me an idea of a man who wants to control everything. And it's, I'm not saying that like it's a, not saying it's a bad thing or not saying it's you know, you shouldn't do that. I'm, I'm not there. I, I don't care, but that's a fact. So Gérard Galland, doesn't take bullshit right yeah and you know he's a tough guy and he i love him so can it be a possibility that you know i don't know but when i you know when i heard that story i said okay that's you know that's gone that it could be a problem down the road so maybe that happened maybe it's all good you know some people can have arguments and you know shake hands It's, it's all good now they lost. They didn't expect to lose. I was there game five in New Jersey. The Rangers didn't touch the puck at all. So they underachieved. That's that's uh, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. They underachieved. Now what's next? I don't know, but I can 
easily think of a big argument between Gala and and Drury, and you know, I I, I hope that story gave you a uh, you know. No, no, I uh, yeah, I understand. Yeah, no, no, I got it, I got it. So I'll ask. And by you, the way, they had to to uh, to apologize. Like the Rangers, the league oh, really? was not happy with that, and they had to apologize. Yeah. Oh really? Eh. I mean, of course they did. It's I would okay. Round one, I'm covering obviously. So Jean Francois did what? He complained after. I mean, of course he complained. Yeah. And then the day after, the PR went to say I'm sorry and blah blah blah, but. Yeah, the, like first round, I was covering Panthers and the Bruins, and I can't say enough good things about these two organizations. How really, much yeah. they respected the French. Well, I was pretty much the only media uh, covering every game. I, actually, I was the only media covering every game. And when Patrice Bergeron came back, game five. Yeah, he's game time decision. He skates in the morning. And every uh, TV station, like every broadcast, they ask for, you know, arrivals interview. Okay. Yeah. So obviously ESPN gets the first choice because they, you know, it's US and money. Yeah. Sportsnet gets the second pick and we got the, the third pick. Okay. Well, guess what? We had Patrice Bergeron in French for his return. Okay. And it's not the first time that they do that after when they got eliminated. Mm-hmm. Jim Montgomery did that his post game after that came with me three questions one on one in French same thing with Patrice Bergeron same thing with the Panthers the Anthony yeah. Duclair anyway just just to tell you that for the league it's yeah. very important so what the Rangers did it's not going to happen again and I just wanted, you know, to pump the tires of... Yeah, for the, the league, it's the very Panthers. important. But in the meantime, we're it getting is. screwed around of a team in Quebec City that there should have been one already 10 years ago. I will not uh, disagree with you on that. C'est triste, là. I mean, they have a building. Listen, they have a, a building. They have an arena in Quebec. Like, the fan base is starving for that team to go back. I mean, Don't we start all, me on that, okay? Because we, we I'm going to get mad. We all want to go back because we want to visit the Dagobah too. Like it's uh, uh, does it exist? Uh, does it still exist? I don't know. It doesn't matter. We'll reopen it. We'll reopen. There's it. one thing that I can't understand. Okay. Yeah. When you always think about money, making yeah. more money, more money, more money. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you tend to forget to take care of your people that you have. You know, you're always trying to get more people, more people. More, but what about the people here? I mean, people, they want a team in Quebec City. But now, okay, let's, they, we already have them. You know, they, they're already yeah. hockey fans, NHL fans. So let's try to find more fans. But what about these guys? So anyways, I'm in love with Quebec City. It's not a secret. Yeah. I'm so, in love with Quebec uh, City too, by the way. And by the way, Le Dagobad is still open. Oh, well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can check it out. It was it's, not uh, my spot though. Le I was plus more nightclub a... à Québec depuis plus de 40 ans. Yeah, but that was more of a like a university, the pub. Yeah, yeah. Just having my big picture. And, I I enjoyed know. Le Dagobad. I remember I told La Belle Manon. I said Manon, j'ai bien aide avec toi. Avec moi, c'est pas pour la vie. C'est pour la nuit. Oh. You like that Did one? Did it eh? work? It worked? I know. 
I, I know you're a beauty. I mean, you make us look bad. I couldn't do that. Oh, one right. nothing Dallas. Oh, one nothing Dallas. I just saw it too. We saw it at the same time. Yeah, yeah so. saw it at the same time. So, anyways, uh, I'm mad yeah. that there's no team in Quebec City. Yes, when, so am I. when uh when Vegas arrived in the league, I mean it, it was so obvious you would have yeah. like 32 teams. You have a team that's you know, is you're gonna have fans, it's gonna be healthy, but yeah, you just want more. Always more, more. We're we're like that as human hey, beings. Let's uh a few more minutes here. I'm loving this conversation. You're so easy to chat. By the way, you are a good conversation. If I was uh say it again. If, if if I was single, I'm telling you, we can have a good conversation. But um, the, some of the Canadians' prospects, Joshua Roy, is Phoenix de Sherbrooke. They lead the Mooseheads d'Halifax two games to one. Um, they have a chance to go up against Patrick Roy's Rampard. Is it over now tonight? Uh, he, in 11 games, I didn't see it unless it, in 11 games. But I think had, it was the fourth game tonight. He has 11 goals and 12 assists. He's good. He's good. Hey, good. He's, yeah. got, ele- he's got 11 goals in 11 games. Oh, I mean, it's great, but I, can, I can, learned... Can, can Joshua Roy make the Canadians next season? Hold on. Isn't it? No. Oh, it's 2-2 now. Series tied 2-2. Uh, 2-2. Uh. 2-2. Okay. Yeah. They lost 4-2. So, 4-2 they lost. 5-2. 5-2. 5-2? Oh, okay. Yeah. 5-2, it, uh, yeah, it was today. So, it's not over. Riley Kidney. Yeah. 12 goal now. 12, 12 goals. goals. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you're going to forgive me to not be excited, okay? Like, yeah. Forgive me. And he, Joshua Roy is a great kid, and I know like he improved so much, but I learned... Uh, to not be overwhelmed or overexcited with points in junior hockey. So I love it. I'm happy for him, but I want, I'm, I'm not going to get overexcited about it. Ah, okay. All right. I'm but, sorry. Uh, I understand. Kick and score, man. I, you know what? I don't dismiss that. That's one quality. No, no. In, in any sport, like if you can score, that's that's the hardest not, thing to do. And there's, uh, I'm not uh, saying it's a bad yeah. thing. I'm just yeah. saying okay. I'm, I'm trying gonna, to stay cool about it. I'm going to mention someone else. You ready? Go London ahead. London Knights versus the Sarnia Sting series tied at two. Game five goes tomorrow night. Logan Mayu, 13 yeah. games played, 15 points. To me, he is the most exciting prospect in the the Canadians pipeline. I mean, most, he most is exciting. Yep. I mean, more, the, the one that I'm most excited about. Oh, the yep. one you're most excited about. Okay. Well, yep. there's a, I hold mean, on a second. There's a difference between the most exciting and the one you're most excited about. Okay. Well, okay. No, no. I mean, obviously, Leinatsen, like he's, I, like a rookie camp, I was what it was, or it was not even rookie camp. It was like the observation camp, or whatever they call it in English. But he, I mean, he has skills. But to me, Logan Mayu, I, I can see him being like a stud in the NHL. He's 
he's got everything size uh knows how to use his body his shot his speed is he is a good hockey player like he is good so i to me he could end up being like the bestie hey he's how many defensemen do you know score michigan goals that he's he's got hands that are unbelievable he's good He's got confidence, and despite everything, he and yeah. I'm not putting him as a victim. So I just yeah. I, I'm hoping I'm using the the right wording. Yeah, everything he's been through, because okay, because you know, it, it, I, is it the right wording? It's such a touchy subject. No, no, I mean, just not. But mentally, you have to. Yes, you have to have a certain strength to recognize yes. your mistake because of he course did a mistake. We 100%. all agree on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, but. It shows a maturity after that, after the facts, uh, oh, yeah. owning, uh, you know, mental strength. Because everybody, like the world, was against him. He was such a bad person. He did, and it's he did a mistake. Like we agree on that. But to me, the yeah. way he dealt with it, he, uh, you know, he did. Um, so he did the. Yeah, he did seminars. He went through a rehabilitation process. Exactly. He and rehabilitated himself. Speaks a lot. If everybody who makes big mistakes would rehabilitate like him, I think we would live in a better society. But anyways, that yeah, being no, said... No, yeah. Look, after... He could have... He could have it could have set him back a lot and it could have said, you know what? Like I, could I have just, been over. it could have been over for, it could, for some players. Yeah. I got to tell you, my uncle, Albert Alberto, I, I get like a text message from him. I've got, I received probably in the last year, I, I probably received about three text messages from him about Logan Mayu. And he tells me this guy will be the number one defenseman on the Canadian. So Albert is a big fan of the Boston Bruins. But he 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 really believes that Logan Mayu is the real deal, and he's going to be the number one defenseman for the Canadians for many years. He believes I think that. So. I he think believes so. that. Yeah, I think so. It's going to be like him. Let's say with Caden Gooley, or maybe yeah, Lainatson down the road. We don't know, but he is good. He and is Albert, a good Al hockey player. Albert usually has a good eye for these things, right? He watched France I mean, play a couple of years ago, and he gave me a call, and he said, watch out for this kid who plays for France. I said, oh, yeah, who are you talking about? He said, his name is Mopape. I said, hmm. you mean Mbappe? He goes, yeah, yeah, that's the guy. But I mean, uh, with Mayu, he got his uh, he got his name right, at least. Okay. Well, he got his great name. minds think alike. Okay, listen. So right now, it is 8 p.m. in Vegas, correct? Uh, in a few seconds, yes. All right, do me a and favor. No, I'm not going out. Do me a favor. Listen to me. Listen to me carefully. I'm going to give you some advice. This coming from the advice expert. This is free advice, by the way, okay? okay. As someone no older than you, someone older than you, right? You only live once. Oh, Get man. out. Did Listen I live? Me. Never mind. Live again. Listen to me. Go out. Unwind. Just relax, take in the sights, the beautiful scenery, go talk to some people, just enjoy yourself, man. You're in Vegas. You know what I mean? 
you're in Vegas. Like everyone in Montreal wishes they were you right now being in Vegas and you want to stay in that hotel room by yourself with a desk that they that looks like it comes from Bureau and Grow, your iPad, your AirPods, a kitchenette behind you that looks like a bookshelf, a microwave that looks like it's way too high, that unless you're uh, too tall Jones, you can't even touch it. Just leave the room and that's it. Yeah, yeah, I gotta show everybody you. Everybody would do that, but nobody works tomorrow <laughs> on TV. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. You know what you you should do? Yeah. That that uh, logo with yeah. the colors, it's awesome. You should do like hats with that, t-shirts with that. With and, that, with the fluorescent colors, basically. Yeah. And yeah. the name, it's catchy, it's simple. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Like, yeah. do no, no. it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I like I it. Uh, um, trucker yeah. cap, uh, yeah, with yeah, screen and you know, yeah. foam in the front. Just do it. Yeah, no, no, I hear you. Hey, listen, thank you so much. You joined okay. me a little bit earlier than usual. You know how much I appreciate your time. Merci beaucoup. You were fantastic as usual. Thank you very much. All right, there you have Thanks, it. Thanks, my friend, Marc Andre Perot from TV Aspar living it up in his hotel room. George Larac was supposed to join us uh, earlier tonight, but unfortunately he didn't. If you enjoyed the podcast, tell your friends about it. Like it, share it on social media, and comment sick, S-I-C-K, S-I-C-K, S-I-C-K. And if you're going to listen via Google, Apple, or Spotify, leave us a five-star review. It's our way of feeling the love. The Dallas Stars right now have a 2-0 lead versus the Seattle Kraken. And it looks like the guy who just made it 2-0 is, yeah, former Montreal Canadian, Evgeny Dadonov with the wraparound goal for Dadonov. All right, okay. For Agnello and Sammy at Master Control, seeing as George couldn't join us tonight, I'm going to finish it off with a pillow. For Agnello and Sammy at Master Control, their Cavallaro. I'm Marinaro. Back tomorrow night, I'm filling in for Matt O'Han. I'll be in for the next three Fridays. Same time, same place, 10 p.m. Eastern. It's sick. <laughs> And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. La Vida TV. Embrace your true nature.